are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want us to open our Bibles to Luke, the 17th chapter. We're going to talk about the kingdom of God. I don't know of any other subject that is more important to the body of Christ than understanding the kingdom of God in this day and hour. Now, sometimes there's quite a misunderstanding about some things that the Bible states. That's why you have all kinds of different ideas about it. But it's important to know about the kingdom of God because... We are in the kingdom, and the kingdom is in us. Let's read from the 17th chapter, beginning with verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Now notice, Jesus said that they won't say the kingdom's over here or the kingdom's over there. He says it does not come with observation. Now that simply means that when the kingdom comes, you won't be able to see it with a natural eye. You see, they had decided that they had it all figured out. Peter and John was going to, one of them was going to sit on his right hand, on Jesus' right hand, the other on the left, when he set up his kingdom in Jerusalem. Well, they thought that it was going to happen right away. Even though Jesus kept telling them the kingdom of God was not going to be a literal kingdom at that time and that he had to go to the cross and die and all these things had to be accomplished before it happened, but they didn't hear a word of it. It went in one ear and out the others, we'd say, because they had a preconceived idea. Now, when we have preconceived ideas of the things about the kingdom that does not agree with the Word of God, then we need to be willing to change our ideas. So tonight, I would uh, challenge you to be willing to give up your preconceived ideas to hear what the Word of God says about it. Because what God's Word says is what's going to stand the test. What God has said about it. Now notice what Jesus said. He said, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That means look. Look, you've got it wrong. The kingdom of God is within you. Now, if you were to really analyze that, and if you thought about it this way, I think it'd be good for us to explain that just a little bit. Because at that time that Jesus said that, the kingdom had not yet come. But Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, you need to understand how Jesus talked, or you'll never understand the things that Jesus ministered. Jesus ministered this way. He always spoke in results. He didn't speak the thing as though it were going to happen or that it might happen. He spoke in results. Now here he's saying, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. It is very evident that the kingdom is not in them now because it has not come. In fact, when Jesus sent the disciples out to minister, he said to them, go into the city and whatever city you enter and they receive the word of God, he said, heal all the sick that are therein. Then tell them, the reason you got healed is because the kingdom of God just got close to you. Hadn't come yet. 
just got close to you. Now, here Jesus is speaking in results. Now, if you'll understand this part about Jesus' ministry, or actually we should say the way that Jesus shared truths, then it'll help you in all the other things that he taught in the Bible. If you'll remember or go mentally with me there, you see in John the 17th chapter, Jesus made this statement. Now he's praying to the Father. And he says, Father, I'm no more in this world. But now he's standing right there looking them eyeball to eyeball. I mean, they're looking him eyeball to eyeball and he's lifting up his eyes toward heaven and said, Father, I'm no more in this world. But he was in the world. But he's talking in results. Now, not only did he say that, Jesus went on in that prayer now. And you know, if there's any time you ought to tell the truth, it's while you're praying. Isn't that right? Now, see, you get a lot of criticism when you begin to do the things that Jesus did because he got criticism. He said, if they criticize me, they're going to criticize you. They persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. People have not changed. Now, if you do the things that Jesus did, you're going to get persecuted. But thank God, I think I can stand the heat. (laughs) to get the results that Jesus got. Now, Jesus, in that same prayer, made this statement. He said, Father, I have already finished the works that you gave me to do. But listen, he hadn't even gone to the cross yet. How could he have finished the works? He had to go to the cross and die and suffer all those things. And he hadn't done it yet. Literally, he hadn't done it. So you see, Jesus is not talking literally here. He's speaking in results. You know what he's doing? He's calling things that are not as though they were. He's speaking the end results. Now, if you'll understand this about Jesus' ministry, it'll help you in all of the other things. Because this is the way Jesus ministered in all of his ministry. You remember when Lazarus was sick? And they sent a runner down there and said, He whom thou lovest is sick. You know what the first thing Jesus said? He said, This sickness is not unto death. What do you mean it's not unto death, Jesus? The man died. Why, Jesus must be lying. See, according to some folks, Jesus lied there. Because they'll say, Well, if you're saying something that's not literally true, then you're just lying. I thought lying was a sin. But Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now, you see, one of the rules of interpretation of the Bible is, if it can be interpreted literally, do so. If it can't, then you're going to have to approach it from a different angle. Now, let's take that, for instance, what Jesus said there. He said, this sickness is not unto death. Now, can you take that literally? You can't. If you do, it makes Jesus a liar because the man died. Now, since we can't do that, then we have to back up and approach it from another angle. Now, here's the angle you approach it from. Jesus is speaking in results. And I think if you read it in the Amplified, it bears this out. He said, the end results of this thing will not end in death. The end results of this sickness will not be death, but the end results will bring glory to God. And it was not the sickness, it was not the death that brought the glory to God, it was the resurrection. So you see what Jesus was saying? He was speaking in results. Now that's important because this is a kingdom principle. 
And when we're talking about the kingdom, that's one of the first things we need to recognize is that calling things that are not is a kingdom principle. Jesus did it in all of his ministry. You just follow him. Down through every miracle that he did in almost every occasion, you'll find out that's the way he did it. You see him in the second chapter of John. He went to the marriage at Cana of Galilee. And there they were out of wine. And his mother said, whatever he says to you, do it. And there was water pots there. He said, fill them to the brim. Now they filled them to the brim with water. H2O. Wasn't root beer. Wasn't coffee. They didn't fill them to the rim with brim. They filled them to the brim with water. (laughs) And then Jesus said, now draw out and bear to the governor of the feast. Now, what's Jesus doing? Is he playing make-believe? We've had people to say, well, you're just playing make-believe, confessing all these things. Why, that's just make-believe. Isn't that amazing? You read a little further down in that chapter and it says, this was the beginning of make-believe, which Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. Oh, no, no, that wasn't what it said, was it? This was the beginning of miracles. What did he do? He called the water wine. He called it. And I'm convinced that when they dipped it out of there, it's probably still water. But as they went, you see, they were calling it wine too, the fact that they were taking it. Now, don't be a granola Christian, please. You know, you ought not have to say these things, but you do. You've got people that'll hear a sermon like this and they'll go out and pour water in their car and call it gasoline. (laughs) When they got the money in their pocket and the gas station's open and they run a hose in there and fill it up with water and call it gasoline, then have to call a mechanic to drain the water out of it. (laughs) So don't be a granola Christian. You know what a granola is, don't you? It's made up of fruits, nuts, and flakes. Jesus didn't put these things in the Bible to get you to act foolish. He put these in there to reveal to you that there are kingdom principles that will change things in your life and the situations you face when there is an emergency, when there is a necessity. And it's not just for us to play with. Now you need to understand that. So don't go out and do something foolish and call it faith. You know, like write a faith check and call the money in the bank when it's not there. That's foolishness. That's not faith. Now, we're talking about the kingdom of God. We're talking about the principles of the kingdom. Now, this is one of the most important things concerning the kingdom of God that is within you is learning how to operate in the principles of the kingdom. Because Jesus has made the statement, the kingdom of God's within you. If the kingdom of God is within you, then we need to know how to make that kingdom produce. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you all this week, we have CD offer number 7209. That's 7209. It's entitled Missing Links in the Faith Connection. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The Missing Links in the Faith Connection. 
Now, you know, many times people say, well, you know, I believed with all my heart, but it didn't happen. But did you know that when we talk about faith, we're talking about Bible faith. Bible faith only comes from the Bible. You can't get it from anywhere else. You can't get Bible faith from hearing somebody's testimony unless they're preaching and teaching the Word. Sometimes people say, well, you know, I believe it'll happen to me because if it happened to brother so-and-so, God will do it for me. Well, now, wait a minute. Are you doing what brother so-and-so did? See, you could believe with all your heart and not have an ounce of Bible faith because you might base it on what someone else said, not the Word of God. See, Jesus is truth. He said, if you continue in my word, then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So if it didn't come from the word of God, it's not truly Bible faith. The only place you can get Bible faith is from the word of God. Now, this is one of the missing links in the faith connection. You can't get faith by hearing someone's testimony alone. You must have it linked to the Word of God. You must have God's Word in your heart. That's offer number 7209. It's entitled Missing Links in the Faith Connection. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated. God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.